Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson-Staveley of Phenomenal Training. Debs. Law, you all right? Yeah, ho, ho, ho. Tis the season to be merry and jolly, right? It is, and we've only got 23 more sleeps till the big day. (gasps) Yeah, best time of the year, love it. You do love this time of year. And, you know, it's, I think, such a good time of year to just reflect, take stock, which is why we thought a fun theme for this month would be our four-part Christmas cracker series. Yes, can't wait, Law. I'm looking forward to this. And we are going to pull apart and see what's inside for really fabulous gifts that are there inside of all of us. It's a chance to take stock and reflect. And if like many other adults in the world of work this year, it has been full on. This is um, an opportunity for you to take a deep breath Put some time aside for you and reflect on all of the things you've been up to and uh, end the year on a high because how we end the year kind of gets us in the mindset for the year ahead. So this is a chance to reflect and take stock. Yeah, I am with you 100%. And I think if we do it now, um, because then I think rather than go, oh, I'll wait till January the 1st and reset, actually, if we do the work now, we're ready to go from that January month rather than give it a whole month and then be ready to go in February where we've missed an opportunity. So I think now is a perfect time to do that and, you know, get your hot chocolate out, your cup of cocoa, snuggle up warm, have the Christmas lights on and then just stop and think for a moment. Beautiful. So it's with great delight that Debs and I invite you to pull our crackers. And, uh, you know, we'll put a fun hat on. We'll share a bit of a motto. But of course, as always with our Seek of Summer Coach podcast, it is about action. Um, So, uh, and sometimes a bit of reflection can just point you in a slightly refreshed mindset, a slightly different direction that means you are more likely then to um, achieve the things you want to achieve and do it in a way that works well for you and your life because there's only one of you. So why not spend a bit of time reflecting on what this year has meant for you? And our first focus in our first of our Cracker series is going to be confidence and specifically how savouring our past successes is one of the quickest ways to boost confidence. So Debs, let's just set the scene. What are you picking up in relation to this massive topic of confidence um, that might be relevant now when we think about taking stock of the year that we've had? Yeah, there's a lot of um, people sort of starting to waver a little bit with their levels of confidence. I think I'm noticing that people are struggling a little bit with their own self-belief and wondering if they're in the right place doing enough to get them by, um, with everything else going on around them. This confidence is is sort of waning just a little bit. And it's it's been interesting to have conversations with various people over the last few weeks, actually doing some coaching with them about this, because it's it might be coming to me with something else, but it comes back to confidence. I, I'm not sure if I'm doing enough, I'm good enough, Um I'm not sure if I have the strength to carry on. There's lots of stuff going on around this topic at the moment. And 
it's that ability to one recognize it but also start to really rebuild the confidence because we all have it um because it's just not fixed though it's not fixed characteristic that we have but it is confidence is the ability to be able to be improved and can be acquired over time um, because it then enables us to take stock, as you were saying, Law, and just reset and be able to just stop a moment and think about what have I achieved so far in my life? And there will be loads of stuff that people have done. Okay, so let's pull apart the cracker and let's have a look, first of all, at what may be a good place to start in terms of reflecting from a confidence point of view. So, Debs, in your experience, what are some useful starters for TIN as a a self-reflection tool that means we can then savour our successes to boost our confidence when we think about the year that we've had? Mm. I, I think, first of all, as you always say, just sit down quietly, get a piece of paper and a pen and the, the actual physical act of writing can make a huge difference. And then just stop and think about what is it that I have actually accomplished over the last 12 months? All of the small things, not necessarily the massive things, but you might have accomplished quite a lot over the year. So to stop and just reflect back month on month and month, you'll be able to gather this whole list of stuff that you've achieved. So you're able to capture what's been, you know, the the best for you for 2022. What is it you have achieved? What's been good for you? All of those areas, what have been some learns maybe that have helped you along the way as well? Uh, and just take stock, if you like, of all of the things that we need to consider that have enabled us to deliver on the things that we've had to deliver. Um, because we don't always stop and reflect on that law. And I know you're you're a big believer in just taking a moment and breathing and go, what have I got through? What have I achieved this last week? How have I made that happen? And I think it's so important for us all to really practice that so that we can have that, I suppose, belief in oneself that actually we do have the ability to meet life's challenges um, and to succeed to some extent. Um, I think we have to have a level of willingness to act on that as well. And I know we always talk about, you know, sometimes we we so full up with information that we can't see the wood for the trees. But actually being that confident self and stopping and thinking about, okay, let me be really realistic here. I may have had loads of challenges going on over the last couple of months, but actually I've got through them. So what's enabled me to get through them? And it's actually our own talents, our skills, our qualities that we bring, who we are as a human being. They are the things that have enabled us to achieve lots of stuff. Love it. Do you know, I'm reminding um, uh, myself of, you remember that um, session we ran with the team? In fact, it was it was this time last year that we ran it and we got the team to reflect. And it was a hybrid session. Well, it was a virtual session. Everyone was dialing in kind of virtually. And uh, the team had been through lots, like many teams. You know, they were kind of dealing with all of the changes that had happened and kicking off some transformation projects as well. And um, you could just see, and we've had reflection after that, it set them up well. We got them to think about their highs of the year and their learns. So not necessarily the lows or the things that hadn't gone well, because they might have been way out of your control. So to take individual responsibility for fate (laughs) or the government might not be appropriate, but to take responsibility for what you have learnt 
might be wholly appropriate and it takes you from victim into agent mode. So that is a really useful exercise that actually, you know, we could suggest for anyone to do, whether it's, um, you know, you're on your own, it's a bit of personal reflection. I think a glass of wine always works well with these, but anyway... (laughs) My learn, drink less wine. Um, or as a team exercise for anyone for whom here is looking for something to do with the team to so end yep. on a high. What have been our highs and what have been our learns? And if we were to play our cards really smartly, those learns, if you can't find them on Google, they're priceless. But sometimes we're working so quickly and at such pace, we kind of forget what we've learned. So the first outcome from the pull of our cracker, Debs, is um, take a moment to pause reflect. I know you're a firm believer in writing it down and highs and learns from the year could be a useful way just to bring out some of those experiences, go through the calendar, flick through your diary. And, uh, you know, it's amazing sometimes those things that we've just forgotten because we've been so busy. Mm, I love that. And I think that enables us to also, if you like, knock the F out of failure as well. So maybe we can explore that. What do I mean by that, Laurel? Let's knock the F out of failure. Lots of people will come and say, oh, I'm failed at that. I'm not good enough. I can't do that. And that quote that I know we found from Thomas Edison, it's an oldie but a goodie, is learn to fail or fail to learn. And that there's a huge difference, I believe, between failing and being a failure. Um, ironically, failing at something makes you less of a failure because you can only grow from things that you may not be as good at or you failed in before. But if you're not willing to fail, you can't innovate and make change. Um, you can't step through the uncertainty that it's creating for you um, or even have a go at making a change with something that's happened. Success comes from those mistakes, those, you know, the learnings that we take from the things we may not have done as well as we could have done, or we didn't have all the information or anything like that. So for me, I think failure and success do head in the same direction, but it's how people choose to approach it. Do they see it as an opportunity to go, "Mm, okay, didn't maybe do as well as I could have done there. That's okay, because actually I've learned from it. So it goes right the way back to your highs and learns is that actually what is this gift that I'm actually giving myself? And if I can stop and look at it from a different perspective or have the ability to not get caught up in the drama of it, but to just stop for a moment and reflect and go, okay, what did I do really well, first of all? Celebrate the wins that you've done. Capture them as well along the way. What are the skills that have enabled me to do that? Um, Knowing that we are all work in progress. And then it's thinking, right, okay, what am I taking from that? What would I do differently next time? If I was faced with something similar, would I approach it in the same way or not? Would I maybe say something differently or not? And it's a choice then because we can figure this stuff out, right? But it's a choice in how we figure it out. We, whether we want to believe it or not is entirely up to us. Um, and our self-belief enables us to either go, no, I believe in myself enough to learn from this to move forward or I don't believe in myself, so I'm going to stay stuck. Love it. If I recall now about um, the the role that sort of saving what you have done rather than what you haven't done, which might have been the original plan, just how how important that is to just keep believing in yourself. I remember I had this fantastic idea. So this must have been oh, 20... 
2009, 2010. And uh, the kind of the, the internet was sort of there, but e-commerce hadn't really kind of come into its own quite yet. And I had this amazing idea for um, you could uh, go on a website and then you could basically buy pre-made training modules and then people could, yeah, kind of, uh, you know, uh, use it for themselves and then save them a job designing. Anyway, I worked so hard to kind of get this off the off the ground and invested quite a bit of money in on it. And I remember then thinking, okay, so how much have I made from that this year? £98. <laughs> 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 and not made £98, like, you know, against an investment of probably about six grand, I'd made £98. Had I, this, had I though, Debs, just left that as the end of the story, right? Basically, I've lost £4,900 on this business idea that hasn't got anywhere, that literally was my kind of rent money. Um, but actually, just to convert that, so it's not the final bit of the story, what did it teach me? What did I learn from it? What were some of those kind of unintended benefits? Priceless. Because actually, the the just the ability to connect and just to put some feelers out there and to have generate some interest, then actually got me, you know, lots and lots of uh, interest and traction in kind of other areas. So although the original plan failed. Actually, the win that came from that is it taught me so much. Um, Also, when we've then started looking at things 10, 12 years on, technology has moved on. You know, these things now don't cost that amount of money because it's just all there available as plugins. So I wouldn't change that for a moment, even though at the time it was a little bit embarrassing, you know, and a bit kind of, oh yeah, it's going well. (laughs) (laughs) Running at a five grand loss. Um, But actually by savouring, well, what did it teach me? What did I get from that? Meant it didn't actually dent my self-belief, Debs. I would do it all over again. It was just a timing thing and actually, you know, taught taught me lots of uh, useful information that has then gone on to serve a benefit. Yeah, and I, I think that that lessons that we take from that um, do make us stronger. They build our resilience. We come out, as you said, wiser. Um, next time we're faced with something similar, we, we bring some wisdom to it as well. And, you know, that self-belief part of it is so, it's just magic. It's the magic in ourselves. It's the magic in me, as we always call it. And, you know, that's the one thing that... Um, that, that changes how we think about ourselves is our belief, our self-belief in who we are. Um, and I think, you know, if you, I think it's Henry Ford, isn't it? That says, if you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. And I, that's always stuck with me. So when we, when we start to consider if I'm going to build my confidence, I have to start with that level of self-belief. Um, and it's, always remembering the the qualities that you do have that you know you are a decent human being you bring some amazing skills to the party um you're super kind-hearted you nurture you generally care about people um and therefore you're a good person to be around so that oh, okay that's cool i have a good connection within my circle i have friends i have people that i can talk to so i think that's what it is and I think secondly, it's remembering that you are doing all that you can with all that you know right now. Um, So I think that's something that we have to stop and pause about is just stopping and thinking, you know what? I'm do- everything I'm doing is within my control. I believe in myself just in the now. So we're not, if you like, going down that, you know, Christmas past, uh, Christmas future. We're looking at, you know, Christmas present, if you like, and being in the now with it. So knowing that you've got those skills, those qualities, those talents, doing a gale as well can help just reinforce that. Um, and it's that starting with self. It's saying, you know, that I believe in me. 
I think that's really important because that will change sort of how you think and feel. Um, it will also give you the opportunity to be your best, to create the magic within you. Um, and, you know, being that optimistic, looking at it from what am I learning from this rather than letting it drag you down, you're taking a deep breath and moving on forward. And that Gale technique that, um, you know, we've sort of shared before. So uh, that was a little beauty that popped up from your brain, didn't it, during the um, pandemic? But that yeah. chance to reflect. So this is ideally done while you're brushing your teeth at the end of the night. If, if you've got a busy life and there's lots of people that sort of demand your attention, taking a minute to brush your teeth at the end of the night might be the only time that day that you're able to not multitask and just have a little bit of thinking time. So a Gale can be done in a minute, but it can transform how you put your self to bed. So what's one thing I'm grateful for? That's your G. What's one thing I have accomplished? That's your A. What's one thing I have improved upon? That's your I and that gives you hope for a tomorrow. And what's one thing I have learned, which then equips you with a bit of confidence for tomorrow. And what it means is, is even if it's just a minute while you're brushing your teeth mm. at the end of the night, it's a bit <laughs> of mental hygiene and it just gets rid of some of that kind of clutter that might be kind of in your head and just sets you on a little bit of a, uh, a more positive sort of track for the um, for the for what the the day might require kind of mm. after so um debs we're now well and truly in our cracker we've sparked some conversation <laughs> i know we you're have. A, yeah you're a real <laughs> lover for the power of disrupting your thinking to yes. then generate some fresh energy so um we've uh, put our hat on we've had our motivational motto um for our final bit we're going to do a little bit of a cheeky charade and this cheeky charade is uh for a little exercise that can be done that just can really boost the day-to-day -day, um, grind of work and just bring a bit of that spark back. So um, let's get a charade game face on. Okay, Debs, so by the power of body language... Go on. I'm going to see if you can identify the activity that I'm using, uh, uh, that I'm displaying okay. in terms of a, an average day this week. Go on then. I don't think it really works on a podcast, does it? No, I don't think it does, actually, no. <laughs> I think we need a plan B. But uh, the focus we were going to bring for this bit is, what does this mean in terms of savouring success, boosting confidence, but um, kind of using the everyday normal stuff that we're kind of doing? It doesn't need to be the extraordinary that then actually can boost our confidence. It could be the everyday stuff. And I don't know whether, Debs, this has just come from the perspective I had in the first training role I had at way back in the dawn of my career working for a, a big recruitment organisation. But just to remind ourselves that what gives you that kind of value and that marketability as a candidate out there in the, in the big wide world of recruitment is your ability to recall what have I done and what have I learned. And um, it never ceases to amaze me just how easy it is for us to get so caught up and so busy in what we're doing that we lose track of actually what we've acquired. So what's been quite interesting, Debs, is just, just as a little throwaway call to action I've had on various sessions I've been running recently is, right, how, how full on has your year been? How's it been? Great. Have you written it down anywhere? Uh, no. Right. How easy is it to remember that project you were talking about back in March? <laughs> and brain has just kind of gone. 
So if you've had a full-on year, fantastic. Just think of how much rich data is there in terms of all those things you've learned, all those unique decisions you've been involved in, unique conversations, and uh, somehow track it. So we call it a skills Fitbit. It might be a random Word document. It might be a voice note to yourself. It might be a mind map you've drawn on a post-it note stuck on your fridge. Just something that is a reminder of, this is the year that I've had what are some of the, not only the highs and the lows, but what have I acquired? What have I been involved in? And then to almost track it like a a bit of a personal fitness plan. So, um, you know, what might that mean? Because you never know what the experiences that you've had this year, where there might be a golden opportunity in the near or far future, where it's really useful for you to be able to recall what you've done. So if you haven't got yourself a kind of skills journal or anything that you're mapping as you're going, just for a little bit of time, five minutes, just to write down, actually, what are some of the core skills that I've had to really practice this year? At some point in the future, that could be the most phenomenal, confident interview response or suggestions for improvement because you've been there, done it, and you've had an opportunity to try it out yourself. Yeah, so important, Law, because if you're doing that, then you can recall it a lot quicker. So if somebody then asks you to do something, because you've consciously recorded it somewhere, it's far easier for your brain to search for it in our filing cabinet because it goes, oh, I remember that bit. And it's easier access to then be able to share your experience, the memory, um, the things that you cherish so far more quicker than anything else, quicker than Santa can get around the world. (laughs) Because you're tagging it, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. That's it. So yeah, especially if you're going to drink a lot of booze over Christmas. (laughs) My God, that might wipe away all of your year's memories. Get it down. Get it down. (laughs) Get it down before you start going out. (laughs) Oh, I think it's brilliant. I think that's a nice link as well, Lloyd, to my call to action. And I know you've given everybody a mini one, but I think that just builds on what you've already said. So absolutely thinking about capturing um, your own you know, personal fitness plan and journaling, whatever it is you're doing, I think is really important. Um, and mine would also be, as part of that, is recognising what you have done and are doing rather than not what you haven't done or haven't been doing. Because that's one fair way of boosting your confidence is to remind yourself of the things that you actually are doing and that you therefore can do and that you can repeat over time. And I think also surrounding yourself with people who generally care about you helps because if you don't see it, they see it and they give you that, have that conversation with you to go, oh my God, I thought that was amazing. So that boosts your confidence as well. Um, And then I think lastly, be really proud of who you are There is only one you, as you said earlier. So own it, own you. Love it, Debs. Oh, I feel all spark, sparky and (laughs) sparky and energised after a a little cracker pull. Yeah, (laughs) after I've got a chance to pull your cracker. Um, My my share of the secret would be, um, if there has been a project you've been involved in and uh, this year and actually was pretty intense and you covered a lot of ground, have you grabbed someone else who was working on that project with you just to do a reflections or a lessons learned? Because the upsides of transformational times is there might be lots of newness and new things that are happening. The downside of that is you might people might leave, memories might fade. And actually just having that, just even a 20 minutes, you have a quick catch up just before that next project meeting. Let's just reflect and review what have we been up to this year just Mm. to capture it because that will boost your confidence. It will boost their confidence. And I can't think of a single big project, Debs, where at some point someone hasn't said, 
I wish we'd captured those lessons learned a bit more. <laughs> but it's always the meeting that never gets kind of done, you know, because yeah. it's on to the next thing and on to a new thing. But the end of the calendar year is an ideal time to reflect. And hence, that was the overall energy for our Christmas Cracker series. Four moments just to crack open the year that you've had. And uh, these are the things that exist inside all of us. This focus has been on how do I boost my confidence by savouring success, particularly if you've had a full on year. And uh, hopefully this has given you some uh, inspiration, not only for a bit of self-reflection, but maybe the types of conversations to have with others. And um, I can't wait for next week's focus, Debs. Me neither, Lord. We're going to be looking at the wonderful world of relationships. So that cracker is all going to be about connections. So uh, Debs, have a fantastic week. You too, Law. Looking forward to it. Keep sparkling. I will keep sparkling. Uh, I, I need to think of a plan B for the charades exercise. I don't think it <laughs> yeah. travels well on audio, does it? <laughs> Not really. we come up with one, Law. We'll pull yeah. another cracker and see what pops out, shall we? Exactly. In the meantime, keep wearing that crown. You, thank you so much. You too. Don't let it slip. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week, Joe. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at secretsfromacoach at aol.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're a Spotify listener, give us a rating as it makes it easier for us to share the secret with others. 